My name is Rick Renner, and today I want to talk to you about this subject of oppression and how God can use you to become an instrument of healing for people that are oppressed of the devil. In Acts 10, 38, the Bible says, God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. I'm standing today in front of the Novospolsky Monastery in Moscow, a really historical location in the city that was first constructed in the 14th century as a working monastery, but it was closed down in 1917 because of the Bolshevik Revolution. The Bolsheviks and the early communists were atheistic and they were against all forms of religion and it was closed because religion became illegal. Later, behind the walls of this monastery, prisoners were incarcerated and eventually became a concentration camp where there were mass executions for people of faith, for people who had different, differing political views. Horrible things happened behind these walls. It became a place of torture and oppression. Today, thankfully, it's once again a monastery, a cathedral where people come to worship in the new Russia, and it's wonderful what God has done in Russia that this was a place of horrible oppression during the early years of the Soviet regime. Oppression is such a terrible thing. If you've ever dealt with a bout of oppression, you know how horrible it is. Maybe you know someone struggling with oppression and you haven't known what to do for them. Today, I'm gonna tell you how you can become an instrument of healing to set the oppressed free. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust. A message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Well, today is Friday, and we're wrapping up our series called Healing the Minds and Emotions of the Oppressed. And our phones have been ringing and ringing with people calling for prayer. People really struggle in the area of their mind and their emotions. Maybe you're one of them. Hey, it's all right. The devil attacks all of us. The devil has attacked me, and when I'm under attack, I know what to do. I stand against it with authority, stand on the Word of God, and I ask somebody to pray with me. Very often, I will say to Denise, or I'll say to one of the men on my team, hey, pray for me, my mind is not thinking right. That's all right to acknowledge that you need help. And when I know that I need help, I ask someone to pray with me. And if you need help, call us right now. We're waiting to take your call. When you call, a wonderful person will meet you on the other end of the line to say, how can we pray with you? And we will really pray or send us an email. And as soon as your email shows up in our inbox, our team will begin to pray for you and we will continue to pray for you. My friend, we really mean it when we say that we pray for those who call. So call us. We're here for you. We would love to pray with you. And I want to remind you that I'm offering you my series right now called Healing the Mind and emotions of the oppressed. It's just five parts, but my, these five parts are loaded. They are loaded with information, revelation about how to set your mind free, how to get your emotions free. You know, when your emotions are messed up, your whole life is messed up. The devil knows that the mind is the central control center of your life. And if you can control your mind, then he can affect your emotions. And if he has your emotions, then he'll affect your whole life. That's why you need to know how to keep your mind and your emotions free from his control. 
That's why I want you to have this series called Healing the Mind and Emotions of the Oppressed. It would be good for you, or maybe you know someone that is struggling. It would be great for them. And it comes with a study guide, so you can study it all together, and together this will really make a difference in your life or in the life of someone else. And to undergird your spiritual life, I believe you need a good daily devotional. You know, I read my Bible every day, and every day I'm studying the Word of God. It renews my mind. It fortifies me spiritually. It makes me strong. We all need that. And if you don't know how to do that, a great way to do it would be to get Sparkling Gems from the Greek, number one, or Sparkling Gems from the Greek, number two. These are daily devotionals. You can order one or order both. It doesn't matter which one you begin with. But day by day, you can begin to read these and it will fortify you. It will strengthen you. Now, I realize you're not going to read this whole book in one setting, but all you have to do is read one piece every day. And by the end of the year, you will have walked through the whole thing and you will feel like a champion that you did it. You will have fed on the word of God. It will have illuminated your mind and strengthened your spirit. Your life will be transformed. And by the way, there are thousands and thousands of people who can testify. This really is a sparkling gem in their life. So order your copy today. And today it's the end of the week. And I want to thank you again for being a partner. If you're not a partner, I want to ask you to consider becoming a financial partner to help us take this teaching to people that are so hungry for the teaching of the Bible. People need the Bible. We need to believe for a revival of the Bible in people's lives because the Bible has power to transform people's lives. That's why the devil hates the Bible. But when you become a partner, immediately we send you a package of books as our way of saying thank you for initiating your partnership relationship with our ministry. But today we're going to go back to our subject of healing the mind and emotions of the oppressed. I have my Bible. I hope you have yours. And today we're going to see how to minister freedom to others, how to minister freedom to others. And first I want to again talk about the difference between depression and oppression. I want to make sure you really get this. Depression can be physical. Depression can be emotional. Depression can be caused by a disappointment. Depression can be caused by fatigue, by stress, by diet, or even a chemical imbalance that maybe can be fixed with medication. I went through a real bout of depression one time that was a result of a wrong schedule. When I fixed my schedule, my depression went away. One time earlier in life, I dealt with depression. And guess what it was? It was sugar. When I eliminated sugar from my diet, the depression went away. Depression is curable. Oppression is not physical. Oppression is spiritual. It comes from an outside spiritual source. Now, the word oppression means the exercise of authority or power in a burdensome, cruel, or unjust way. The etymology of oppression tells us that oppression means to press upon, to press against, to overburden, to weigh down, to overwhelm, to overpower, to burden, to be unjust, to be cruel, to exercise uncontrollable restraints, to treat with severity, to oppress, afflict, crush, put down, smother, subdue, or torment. We're talking about an outside exterior spiritual force that tries to control you. It tries to squash you, smother you, control you. It's the devil trying to suppress you so you will not be what God wants you to be. And other synonyms for oppression would be abuse, brutality, coercion, compulsion to conquer, 
to control cruelty, depotism, a dictator, domination, force, harshness, harassment, harassing thoughts, that's oppression, hardness, injustice, to rule with an iron hand, maltreatment, overthrowing, repression, suffering, severity, subjugation, torment, or tyranny. All of that is what oppression does in a person's life. Now, in the first program, we dealt with the issue, what is oppression? In the second program, we looked at the various levels of oppression. We saw there are seven levels of oppression. It's important for you to know those levels so you can identify where you are or where someone else is, and you'll know how to begin to undo it. Then we came to program number three, where we saw how to demolish oppression, how to take it apart, how to dismantle it if need be, Piece by piece, you can take oppression to pieces and walk free of it. That was program number three. Then in the last program, we saw a severe case of oppression in Mark chapter 5, the demoniac of Gadara, a man who was so oppressed, he was in the grip of an unclean spirit. He had 6,000 demons, but when he saw Jesus, he made a dash for it. He went to Jesus to get help. It tells me it doesn't matter how bad your situation is, you have the ability to express your desire to be set free. And that's why we covered that situation in Mark chapter 5 in the last program. But today we're going to see what we need to do to minister to others that are oppressed. But I want us to begin in Luke chapter 10, verse 17, where Jesus sent the 70 out to minister. And the Bible says they returned... And in Luke chapter 10, verse 17, the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the spirits are subject unto us through thy name. They were so excited. Jesus sent them out with authority to heal and to cast out demons. And when they came back, they said, Lord, even the spirits, the devils are subject unto us through thy name. The word devils is the Greek word daimonia. Now listen to my notes. It describes evil spirits, demons, or devils. The ancient world believed, now listen to this, the ancient world believed demons populated the lower regions of the air and they were the primary cause of disasters and suffering. And guess what? They were right. It depicts a person who is deemed mentally ill or insane. And in the New Testament, this word devils, the Greek word daimonia, depicts those having mental illnesses, oppression, or physical infirmities that are spirit-inflicted. There is no doubt about it. This word daimonia describes people that are oppressed, people that are having spirit-inflicted issues in their mind or in their body. But the Bible says when the 70 returned, they said, Lord, the demons, these evil spirits, the source of all disaster and mental illness and struggling, they are subject unto us through thy name. The word subject is the Greek word hupotasso, which is a military term which depicts a soldier who falls in line when a commander gives an order, one who is submitted to authority. And these disciples said, Lord, when we speak, they have recognized our voices as the voices of commanders. They fall in line when we use your name. And in the same way, my friends, you have the name of Jesus. You have authority that has been designated to you by Jesus. And when you speak, demon spirits, every foul force will hear the voice of a commander and will fall in line when you use the name of Jesus. Wow. Jesus responded to this in verse 18. Luke 10, 18, Jesus said, 
And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Well, this word beheld is the Greek word theoreo, which means to gaze at, to look upon. It is the root word from which we get the word theater. Jesus was literally saying, guys, I know you're impressed by what you've experienced. I know you're impressed because demons respond to you when you speak. But let me tell you about my experience. I remember when Satan fell from heaven like lightning. He uses the word beheld, which means I watched it like theater. I watched the first act, the second act, the third act. I saw the whole show. I saw the whole event. And that event is recorded in Isaiah 14, verse 12, where the Bible says, How thou art fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, thou art cut to the ground. He fell from heaven. He was cut to the ground. Ezekiel chapter 28, verse 16 says, I will cast thee out as profane out of the mountain of God. He was cut to the ground. He fell from the heavens. He was cast out as profane. He fell so fast that Jesus said he fell like lightning. He was gone in a flash. But then when you come to Luke 10, verse 19, Jesus says, Behold, oh, I love this in Greek, because of the word you do, which contains the idea of bewilderment, shock, amazement, wonder. Jesus is so excited about what he is going to say himself that he begins with the Greek word you do, which means behold, wow, this is amazing. What I'm about to tell you is phenomenal. Listen to this, guys. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. When Jesus says, I give you power, it is a Greek word, exousia. It describes one who has received delegated authority and power. Jesus says, I'm giving it to you. I'm delegating this authority to you. Power to tread. The word tread is a Greek word, pateo. It means to walk on, to trample, to crush, to advance by setting the foot upon. I'm giving you power to advance. And if you have to, along the way, you can trample, trample what? Serpents and scorpions. The word serpents is the Greek word ophus, which is the Greek word for a snake, but it's used in the scripture to describe Satan when he strikes to kill. Jesus says, you have no need to be afraid of the devil or any attack, any strike that he will wage against you because I've given you authority to move your feet. Just start walking forward. And if the devil gets in your way, just trample on him with no fear of an attack or him striking you. And then he goes on to say, and scorpions. The word scorpions from the Greek word scorpios, which describes a scorpion or a creature with a poisonous sting. You don't need to worry about being hurt or being stung because I've given you authority to make an advancement. Move your feet. Just start marching forward. And if the devil or any stinging situation gets in your way, if anything comes to strike you or to sting you, don't worry. Just move your feet because I have given you authority to advance. Trample them along the way. He says, furthermore, over all the power of the enemy. The word over is the Greek word epi, which denotes a position of advantage and superiority. Because Jesus has given us authority, we have a position of advantage. We have a position of superiority over all the power of the enemy. Wow. This word power is the word which depicts an advancing army, which means that the enemy tries to advance us. 
If it looks like his troops are coming against us, don't even worry about that because you have authority over, you have a position of advantage or superior superiority even over the advancing power of the enemy. The word enemy that is used here is the Greek word ekthros, which describes someone who is openly hostile, one with a deep-seated animosity and hatred, an irreconcilable hostility, one who is bent on inflicting harm. Jesus said, don't worry about him. I've given you authority over anything he can ever wage against you. That's why he began by saying, behold, wow, isn't it amazing, the authority that I've given to you. My friend, you have authority over all the works of the enemy. Now, let's go to Acts 10, verse 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. That word power, the Greek word dunamis. It describes explosive superhuman power that comes with extraordinary unparalleled results. It is the same Greek word which describes the full might of an advancing army. When Jesus was anointed, he had amazing supernatural power with unparalleled results. When that power worked in Jesus, it was like the heavenly armies were released, the power of God moving forward to drive back the forces of evil. And that's why he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. The word oppressed, again, is a compound of two Greek words, the word kata, the word dunamis. In this particular case, the word kata carries the idea of domination. The word dunamis, which here is the Greek word dunastes, depicts a domineering tyrant. This is what we've been talking about in this entire series. When you compound the two words together, this word oppressed pictures the oppressive power of a wicked tyrant one who rules over and cruelly tyrannizes his subjects, one that is bullying, one that is cruel, one who rules with depotism, a dictator, one who is oppressive, a real tyrant, one who rules with tyranny. And the Bible says against all the oppression of the devil, the word devil again, the Greek word diabolos, which describes one who repetitiously strikes until successfully penetrating an object to ruin it, affect it, or take it captive, to slander, accuse, or defame, to penetrate by continuous assault, to ensnare with a net. So the devil comes, and he wants to be the boss in your life. He wants your head. He wants your emotions. So as a devil, diabolos, he begins striking the mind and striking the emotions, striking the mind and striking the emotions until finally he forces his way into your head and into your emotions where he moves in like a wicked tyrant and he begins to tyrannize you or rule you like a wicked king. But Jesus came with an anointing and with power to set at liberty all them that were being tyrannized over by the devil. And if you know anybody that is subject to the cruel treatment of the devil, the oppressive work of the devil in their mind and in their emotions, pray for them, lay hands on them, and release the power of God. Jesus told us in Luke chapter 10, he gave us power over all the works of the enemy. You have a position of advantage and superiority, and if you'll use your voice of authority, and if you release the power of God through your hands, you can bring freedom to those that are bound and to those that are oppressed of the devil. Now, in Luke 10, verse 38, it says Jesus was anointed. The hand of God was upon him. 
And when the hand of God came upon him, the power of God began to work in him, which could set people free. But listen to this. 1 John chapter 2, verse 20 says, You, talking to you, you have an unction from the Holy One. That word unction is a Greek word, charisma. Guess what it means? It's the word anointing. Specifically, it means to be smeared and covered with the anointing from head to toe, which means if you are in Christ, the anointing belongs to you. Potentially, legally, it is yours. You're covered from head to toe with the same anointing that was upon Jesus, which means you have the same anointing that was on Jesus. You have the same power that was upon Jesus. You're anointed with the same dynamic power. And just like Jesus set at liberty, them that were bruised, and Jesus delivered those that were oppressed by the devil. God wants to use you to speak a word of deliverance to people that are bound. God wants to use you to help dismantle those strongholds and vain imaginations in their minds. God has given you a voice of faith. God's given you hands to release power. Just like Jesus was anointed, 1 John chapter 2, verse 20 says, you have received an unction, charisma. You have an anointing. You're anointed from top to bottom, from head to toe with the same anointing that will bring freedom to anyone that is oppressed of the devil. My friend, if you've been oppressed, you can be set free. If you know someone in your family, maybe it's a child or a spouse or a grandchild, maybe it's a relative or a friend at church or someone at work that is subject to the tyrannizing voice of the enemy, it's time for them to be set free and Jesus may want to use you to minister that liberty to them. And you can do it because you have an unction from the Holy One. The same anointing that was on Jesus is on you. I'll be back in just a moment, and I'm going to pray for you. What does it mean to be oppressed? How do you know if you or someone you know is oppressed? What can you do to help those whose minds and emotions are oppressed? Nearly everyone has experienced a bout of oppression or knows someone who is struggling with it right now. Wait no longer to get the answers you need. It's all right here in this five-part series, Healing the Mind and Emotions of the Oppressed. This five-part series covers what is oppression? What are the signs of oppression? What did Jesus say about oppression? How does Jesus set the oppressed free today? Available in digital or physical formats, starting at just $10, you'll learn how to walk free or how to help someone else walk into the freedom God wants for them. In addition to this teaching series, you can also get the book Sparkling Gems from the Greek Volumes 1 and 2. In these books, Rick unlocks the brilliant treasures within God's Word and shows you how to live an intimate, uncompromising life with God. In an easy-to-read devotional format, each volume of Sparkling Gems explores more than 1,000 in-depth Greek word studies and is sure to inspire and provoke you to plunge deeper into what God has for your life. Call now to order Sparkling Gems 1 for just $40 and Sparkling Gems 2 for only $45. Don't miss this special offer, Healing the Mind and Emotions of the Oppressed and Sparkling Gems from the Greek Volume 1 or 2. Call now or go to renner.org. Call or go online now.
When Denise and I began our ministry many decades ago, the Holy Spirit gave us Romans 10, 18, which says, Yea, verily, their sound went into all the earth and their words unto the ends of the world. And in all of these decades, we've been doing our best to obey this mandate from heaven. And today, miraculously, we are reaching people clear to the very end of the earth. We're reaching people in the Russian-speaking world and millions of them. We're reaching people in the English-speaking world and large numbers of people are now reaching out to us for prayer, support, and resources. As a result of all of this growth, we need a new ministry home in Tulsa and we need to construct a new TV studio in Moscow where we can prepare teaching that will change people's lives. In Tulsa, we have no more room to grow, yet we're growing exponentially all day, every day. Our pastoral partner care department is ministering to people from around the planet who are reaching out to us for prayer and support. Oh, how I wish you could be there to hear the calls and see how people's lives are literally being changed. And in Moscow, we are bursting at the seams as Russian speakers from around the world are reaching out to us for prayer and for support. We're producing up to seven daily TV programs and we desperately need a larger studio to produce Bible teaching that people can trust that will change their lives. In both locations, in Tulsa and in Moscow combined, we need 50,000 square feet of new space so we can minister to the precious people God is bringing to us. And with the land, architectural plans, all furnishings, TV equipment, everything we need, the entire ministry expansion project comes to $120 a square foot. And friend, it's not about buildings. It's about having the space we need so we can effectively minister to the needs of people. We're told in Matthew 28, verse 19, go into all the world and teach all nations. That's what we're doing, but we need your help so we can do it more effectively. We need a new ministry home in Tulsa, and we need a new studio in Moscow where we can prepare teaching that people can trust. And I'm asking you today to ask the Holy Spirit if he wants you to be a part of the giving team to help us accomplish this expansion project. Ask him today, Holy Spirit, would you want me to be a part of this and do whatever he tells you to do as together we fulfill the great commission of Jesus in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. After listening to today's program, maybe you're thinking of somebody you know that needs to be set free. You can be the instrument that brings freedom to them. But if you need prayer power to be behind you, call us. We will pray with you. Maybe it's you that needs to be set free. Maybe it's your spouse or your child or your grandchild or a relative or a friend. And you say, oh, I wish somebody would pray with me. Call us right now. We will pray with you. It would be our privilege to put our faith together with you for total freedom to come to that person that has been dominated by the dictatorship of the devil in their mind and in their emotions. My friend, they can be set free. You can be set free. Let us pray with you right now. And remember that I'm offering you my series today for the last time called Healing the Mind and Emotions of the Oppressed. It's five parts. It comes in multiple formats with a tremendous study guide. Today is the last day we're offering this. So please order your copy right now. We will get it right in the mail to you. It may be what someone else needs 
that you know. We're also offering you my books today for the last time called Sparkling Gems from the Greek, Volume 1, and Sparkling Gems from the Greek, Volume 2. Order your copies today. We will get them right in the mail to you. But Father, I thank you that you really gave us authority. Jesus said that, and it's true. You gave us authority over serpents, over every attack, over scorpions, over every stinging situation, and over all the power of the enemy. You've given us a position of advantage and superiority over anything the devil tries to do. Lord, we ask you to help us release the power, release the authority, release the anointing to bring freedom. Let the power of God march through us like an army to drive back the forces of evil. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, I'm encouraged. I hope you're encouraged. By the way, remember Ecclesiastes 8, 4, where the word of a king is, there is power.